1: For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story.
0: In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. This week on Up to 90, we discuss Monica Senez and the Macarena.
1: You ready to walk, Em's?
0: I'm ready to rumble. Let's
1: get ready, ready. Let's uh, that get ready, That song
0: has been in my head for thirty years. Well, nearly thirty years. Yeah, it's just always in my head. That's in my head. Say my name, Destiny's Child. Oh, always in my head. It's Never
1: not in my head. No,
0: the hair is looking great. I meant to say know, it with to the you.
1: curls, they're so hit miss. I need to find out. Actually, listener, if you know any products. Curly hair, I'm using that pink gunk, you know, like the the kind of um, oh, yeah, sludge doody, doody, from Boots, yeah. So it's literally like a leisure for a euro. So I think that says it all in oh. terms of what I'm putting in at the moment.
0: Oh, Julie, you went, got a story. I went into no, this uh, the other oh, yeah. evening, I went into Boots <laughs> and I was with Ella. Mm -hmm. I haven't been in boots in ages. Like, really haven't. You
1: can't go in there because it's either pay your rent for the month or go in for three for two.
0: I know. So I went in because I do need new foundation. And I was like, I'm going to get some number seven. So I didn't give a shite, right? It's done drum. It was the evening. No one was around. I was like, I'm going to put a bit of this foundation on my face because I had no makeup on. (gasps) Yeah. You outlaw. I put it on my face. All this pissing about with the hand business. Like who can tell shit from that? Okay, put it on my face and I'm putting it on, right? I'm like, Jesus, that's really dry. This is not for me. Like I could see the skin flaking straight away.
1: Exfoliator.
0: And I was like, what am I doing? And I said it to the girl. Because I was just like, I just want to get this shit quick and get out. And she's like, oh, that's actually not foundation. It's concentrate that you're meant to mix with a moisturizer.
1: Oh, fuck off. Who has time for that shit? And Ella
0: is just pissing herself with me going around with this war paint on my face. Basically, I basically put emulsion on my face. Up to 90, up to
1: seems to be there for our lowest moments. Laughing <laughs> she in really the shadows. Does. Yeah.
0: We were getting close for but her but see, that's work because experience. We
1: didn't have We didn't have any of this emulsion crap. No. when we were going to discos. You went into your mom's bedroom. Yeah. You got her facial powder. Yes. It didn't matter if you'd gotten a tan over the summer. There was well, yeah. one shade. Yeah. ghostly, translucent albino shade. You know like when you take a plaster off a thumb. And yes. you've had that plaster on like uh, yeah. that was the powder shade. So your forehead I'd always just stop just slightly above the brow. So my forehead would be a different colour from the rest of the oh, face. Oh nice. Because my mother would not match her facial powder to my skin tone. Oh. And then you'd have just a slap of lipstick, you'd be good to go. Like this should have you take what is the what was that called? That this thing you put on your face? Um, concentrate?
0: No, that's obviously not the right name, but it was it's yeah, something. it's something.
1: But who has time?
0: Do you remember? It's kind of like I'm the a difference. Wash and go girl. It's the difference between the other way. There's perfume and then there's perfume. Do you remember perfume? It was so, big in the 90s. Eau de
1: toilette and no. perfume are two different things. Oh, perfume is in or Yes, M-M. that's like... Is that not just the French for perfume? No, it, that's
0: like concentrate perfume. It's like really, really strong perfume. Like just stand close to it and that's enough.
1: I just thought, speaking of boots... Maybe I'm making
0: that up. Maybe that's something my mom told me to keep me away from her perfume.
1: I thought Eau de Toilette and Perfume were different. I thought that was it. And Perfume is the French for Perfume. No, is Perfume French? I thought Perfume was the I French not I'm perfume.
0: completely lost now. I don't know what's going on.
1: I Speaking of boots, we have a new segment now called Pulling a Julie. Yes. When I got pulled over last year. Yes. For going a little bit over on Mm. the speedometer, I didn't have my license on me, so I produced my Boots Advantage card as identification.
0: How did that go down?
1: Well, apparently they don't accept Boots Advantage card as identification. And I was like, listen here, sir. You have your rules and I have mine.
0: And what happened next? Well,
1: look, I had the The three three penalty points now. (laughs) that's a lesson learned but i clearly said jay johnson like you know come on like why would i have somebody else's advantage points in my handbag
0: yeah ready to produce come on that's crazy <sighs> guards
1: i love you know you singing ready to rumble at the start there yeah i've done that a few with times the whole I feel bad. um with the whole end and tobacco yes Um. the one good thing I suppose to come out of that situation is that we now know who Ant is
0: yeah I think a lot let's of people let's get ready
1: yeah. let's <laughs> get ready ready and it, yeah the fu- I think the biggest irony of that whole drink driving thing was that he was driving the dog to take him for a walk <sighs> what do you think happened to the dog he still has them. i think yeah. he there's a bit of a custody battle going on with the ex-wife and the dog oh really
0: yeah that's tough
1: but it is one good thing to come out of the whole um that we now know is is that now we know
0: i always had it like dent t- or dent deck had the big forehead and then aunt had the bigger forehead yeah. That's how I, that's, that was my rule of thumb. Like, literally who put a Who was thumb. PJ
1: and who was Duncan? PJ was Ant. PJ the was Ant, yeah.
0: Duncan was, oh, I uh, don't Duncan. know now.
1: I would say, let's take, will we do a bet? I would say PJ was Ant.
0: PJ was Ant, okay, yeah.
1: Just, he strikes me as more of a PJ.
0: Okay, yeah. I don't know. We may never know. Listener might help us. If only there was a way. <laughs> if
1: only we hadn't burned those Britannias.
0: I know. That was a mad night, wasn't it? Uh, but it was such good fun, though. <laughs>
1: what? Honestly,
0: the memories. Well, I th- but I just, I did have burns on my leg the next morning. I just thought. Yeah, but Emma, like
1: you're either up for the crack or you're either up for the crack.
0: I know, but I just. And at
1: least hair uh, won't grow back there for ages.
0: That's true. But I just don't have the time for skin grafts. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, but I just think, I mean, I think it's kind of, I think it like, in certain light, it looks like a tan, yeah, I think which is I'll, another plus. I
0: think I'll be able to make it work.
1: I actually have, um, I just kind of like, yeah, so that's the pulling the Julie story. I suppose pulling a Johnny, speaking of skin grafts. Oh, uh, Johnny, pulling a Johnny? Johnny is in, not as in Johnny, contraceptive Johnny, is in daddy Johnny. My oh, dad, okay. Johnny. He, um, I remember when he was babysitting me. Well, it's not babysitting when it's your child, no, it's just he was parenting, just being a father, it's just parenting, and yeah. being a father in absence of mother. Mm. And I, we were outside and I stood in a saucer, and tea went all over my little foot. I think it was like four three or oh, four. Oh, yeah, yeah, so it burnt my foot. Mm. Um, so actually, my foot is still a slightly different. There's a patch on my foot, which is still a different colour. Really? Yeah.
0: My dad um, physically damaged me as well, oh, actually. Oh, wow. Yeah, in a car. And um, we stopped at a petrol station, and he was going in to pay for the petrol, I assume. And I put my hand out to say, get us a pack of potato there, Dad. Slammed the car door on my hand. <gasps> And um...
1: he was just sick of you constantly <laughs> asking for potatoes. <laughs> and I don't
0: blame the man. The nail fell off.
1: And you're still wearing a plaster. Yeah,
0: I can't I know, it. yeah, The nail fell off. And it's always the weakest nail. You know <sighs> that kind of way? I'm always reminded of the pain anytime I get a manicure.
1: How old were you? Uh,
0: about four or five. My dad has a long history. He, he threw a di- different times. He, went, he brought us out without mother and we ended up uh, in water and none of us can swim properly at all. What we is like dad's phobia.
1: obsession when mommy's away? Bird's eye waffles and water.
0: It's just ridiculous. I went to St. Enda's Park which is just a regular park and we were throwing bread to the ducks which isn't advised now because their stomachs bloat and they die, but anyway, look. Talking the nineties, you were still allowed to throw a bit of bread. We all left bread d-
1: in the nineties, ducks included.
0: And I was wearing this lovely dress that my granny had got me, and uh, you remember dresses back in the day in the nineties with the big collars. Oh yeah, the big frilly collars and yeah. stuff. Good d- to go, like a little sailor Looking child good. or something. feeling yeah. And we're feeding the ducks, and he's just sauntering along ahead, you know. Fagging it up with a Benson and hedges and I go to throw bread and I fall in. And you know, water in a duck pond, can oh, you imagine stock. that? <laughs>
1: the stagnation.
0: Oh, Judy, it was like a swamp. Oh god. It was like a swamp. And
1: your little white knot like the irony that you were in a nautical babe. The real tragedy.
0: And he can't swim either.
1: So listen. So he did didn't he put get... out the flag, or <laughs> did he finish the flag? No, he
0: just stabbed it out. Okay, saved yeah. it Save for, later. for later. Of course, yeah. and uh, eventually got me out of the water. So we we're only in my granny's house, and so my dad's like, "I'll, I'll bring them around to Saint Enda's for a couple of minutes." Like Saint though. yeah. The flag. He, wa- he wanted a flag, yeah, because my granny was a big no-no about the cigarettes, yeah, because his mom would say. His mum would have let him smoke in the gaff. Because
1: he was her little boy. Yeah, and
0: she had one of those ashtrays. Do you remember those ashtrays on a stand? So it would be at the perfect level of the chair. She nice. had like she never smoked. And um, she didn't mind the cigarettes. She hated the drink, though. Okay, but your dad doesn't drink. He doesn't drink, so he was a golden boy. She was like, you faggot up there, love. But my mum's mum didn't like the cigarettes. It was a term in the 90s. It was to New
1: f- Ireland back then. Fag that it up. was when Ireland was changing. Yeah. Fag sit in, it up, love.
0: Sit into the fire there, love, and fag it up to your heart's content. No, no, no. No, 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 no. No, no, So, yeah. But she, my my granny, my mom's mom would have made them smoke outside. So, yeah, it was... Sure, we catch my dad all the time, out all walking the dog, time. having a sneaky fag I Eddie,
1: walking the dog. And Eddie, just, Jimmy! Why do I always call him Eddie? I
0: think it's, maybe it's the the EG or something. Is well, it? my brother's
1: called Eddie. Oh, is it? Yeah. What's going on? Don't know. But I always, okay, Jimmy, sorry. Um, But I always, yeah, whenever we meet Jimmy and there's just billows of smoke behind his head. Yeah. And one hand is hidden. And you're like, it's okay, You know, you're smoking. And then he always wants to be in our videos. He does. He's like, if you could write us in.
0: Oh, he always wants to to be in the videos, yeah. So, um, yeah, he's gassed. But he does, you were standing about, I don't know, 20 centimeters away from him. And he had a cigarette behind his back. And he was pretending he wasn't smoking.
1: I know. But I just love that. I remember um Dad Is your uh, dad a bit
0: secretive as well, yeah. But I
1: just remember one Christmas, um, myself and my brother were sharing room and Santay was coming. Mm. And Santy used to leave the presents at the bottom of her bed. Oh, okay. And um Adventurous. Yeah. They they like taking risks. Yes. A risky strategy. Why, why
0: would Santa like just risk that? But anyway.
1: But I just remember once one morning I, I always I always I had my doubts about Santa.
0: Did you? Know, home,
1: like why would rich kids get more? Like what about the kids in the home and away? What are they getting? One year yes. I got Santa a gift because I was like, This is wrong. Like it's so one sided. Uh, okay, yeah. So, you know, Mom I think was finding it all a bit tiresome. But I remember <laughs> this Christ- <laughs> this Christmas in question going downstairs and my brother was like, We were in our matching Bosco pajamas cute and eddie was like um santa came and mom was like did he and then he's like and he was smoking a fag and what my mom was like what and she just shot my father a look and i was like that's what i knew
0: how did he oh because santa was at the bottom of your bed so my with a fag! With santa i know yeah god as you'd say i got there but your dad had a fag in his mouth Obviously, while he was just, doing the toys yeah
1: must have, must have been having an hour. Straight
0: home from the pub, like kind of buzzer.
1: I'd say I'd say so. Right. It's like we were talking about the last week. Whenever I see a dream phone or a Barbie dream house, yeah. I'm like, ugh, JD. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> well,
1: I just want to recycle no, that joke.
0: No coke, just JD. Stout. It mm. was a great, it was a fantastic joke though, uh, wasn't
1: it? Like, to be fair.
0: Come on. To be fair. Netflix special yeah. coming soon. yeah.
1: So, this week... Oh, by the way, just before we move on to the real, real stuff, the real issues. Yeah. You saying about the car door, I cannot let this shout-out slide. Because what? I've yet to get the details, but my good friend, Maria... Um, yes. You know Maria. We I do. Maria. She facilitated our Danny big Ryan style interview. She's after fracturing three of her fingers because they got stuck in a car door. Oh. Don't know the details. Fuck. Uh, I ha unusually I haven't been on to her in a
0: couple of days she's f- she's absolutely fucked those f- sorry okay, <laughs> those Emma. fingers and never recover Emma she'll get arthritis as an L one and they'll be bandy they will be bandy your
1: one hand
0: I don't know, but the kids will be like. Thing- that lady at number 60 with the word hand. she be Mary Berry. The She'd be Mary oh, Berry. Mary
1: Berry hand. Why does nobody talk about that? Some comedian does talk about it quite a bit. I but don't know. T-Rex hand.
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, do we really need the close-up of her kneading the dough? I mean, could we just not get a hand double? Do you
1: know what I'm saying? But I mean, maybe we could get her a prosthetic. <laughs> Just to make viewing more pleasurable for you, Emma. There's a lot
0: that lives around here, actually, and he is missing an arm, and he has okay. a prosthetic one. But it's just like it's totally just like it's not like doesn't bend or anything. It's just like bam rubber hand. Mm. It's like a marigold filled. I'm gonna say
1: like a glove. Yeah.
0: Yeah. No, it's like a marigold glove filled with play doh or something. Mm. So I don't know what the correct etiquette around that is. Do I just Play along and make out but like I know it's start a real hand. His
1: hand <laughs> number one, putting it on but my bum and taking cheeky. His s- proper hand, I'm sure. I don't. I don't know. It's just like, do you place it on your knee and you're like, sorry, do you mind?
0: Yeah, because I was at a, you know, I was at a gig the other night and there was somebody sitting up near the front and he had his arm in a sling, and I was like, oh, I arrived late. Now I was on time, but I arrived late, and I was like, sorry, if someone's asked you this already, but what happened to your arm? He went into the whole story. And like the amount of people, like nobody, but the amount of people that came up to me and thanked me after and said, thank you for asking that man what happened to Zara. Because you want to know.
1: Of course. What was it? Wasn't anything interesting?
0: Uh, he was drunk and he fell down the stairs. Okay. But he didn't know until the next day. He broke his shoulder. So oh, he's yeah. just up the next day trying to like butter toast. <clears throat> Don't know. I didn't ask him. Oh, he did. He did go into details then about how he's managing to wank now or something. No, actually, what happened was this another was just another man the in audience the audience member
1: that gave and gave another
0: member of the audience asked him, "How do you wank? How do you wank?" And of I was like, "Why have you got such an invested interest in his wanking?" It was very odd, but it was good. But
1: that sounds great, crack. Was that in kills?
0: Yeah, it was a good. Very old nice. gig. Stephen Harmon runs that gig, but I think the wanking basically. It was a series of pillows and levies and levers, he and really it's really it, wanted it's, that release? I think he took uh, annual leave from work just to get it sorted okay. while the shoulder was out of okay. out of function.
1: Um, and that gig in Kells is on every Monday night. It is. Is it
0: okay? Yeah. Kells is a but nice I used boozer.
1: To give that a shout out we love Kells as well, and you, you said it was great. It sounds like it was a good gig. It's a
0: good gig, and sure it's a it's a great boozer, isn't and it? I
1: just have to laugh because you know if there was a woman. With her arm in a sling. I mean, you know, I don't want to be gendered because I think that's boring. Mm. You know, we and we kind of, it's not our story. We we kind of want to, we don't want to go down that road. However, Mm -mm. would a woman ever ask a fellow audience member, How do you masturbate if her arm was in a sling? Would that be the first concern? But no. the, it just wouldn't happen really uh,
0: when I see that I think of you know driving I think of like just day to day showering I think yeah.
1: of oh the hassle
0: it's wanking
1: but I'd have to get the bag for life on for the you have shower to get that's the bag. what I'd be thinking yeah.
0: about you, you just would have to say goodbye to conditioner
1: call round to your mum get her to wash your hair she's like
0: you don't live here anymore but you were doing that recently weren't you
1: I just like when she washes
0: my hair. Yeah, there's nothing like it, though, in fairness. And she
1: keeps trying to brush out those curls. <laughs> Still. 34 years later.
0: Are all God your, loves the the Are all your uh, childhood photographs of you just with a big fuzz head? Oh, absolutely. Are they? Ah. But
1: I just thought I was like Diana Ross.
0: Oh, I'd say you were, yeah. I'd say you rocked it, actually.
1: Did I what?
0: Yeah. I
1: also thought it was a good idea maybe to get... A, well, not even maybe. I also thought it was a good idea to get a fringe. So I had kind of <laughs> a ginger cowlick. And then I had brushed out curls.
0: Christ.
1: And neon leggings. And I had this bizarrely womanly body, age nine. Really? Yes. Yeah, so I was pretty grotesque.
0: A fringe? With, I mean, whatever about the womanly body at nine? But and the fringe... with the curls
1: hairdresser told me um when i was a child don't worry the ugliest children become the most beautiful oh
0: my god
1: and another hairdresser when i was in my teens said um i didn't have a pretty enough face no sorry (sighs) Isaac, i'd really like um straight hair and then he said usually straight hair works on a really pretty face what yeah something like that or you have to have but he realized his mistake straight away he was obviously just thinking out loud so he's really nice and he like it was actually kind of a big name a hairdresser I know I used to do these mad things like slave away in a supermarket in Dingle for the summer and then land back to Dublin and be like can I can you fix me can you make me beautiful and he said something like that but he was really nice then because he realized his mistake And, you know, he could obviously foresee the years of disordered thinking ahead on the basis of this remark. And then he gave it to me for like, it wasn't even half the price. Like, he obviously was like, I can't believe I said that. That's two pretty horrendous hairdresser
0: experiences.
1: Imagine saying that, like, to a young person.
0: I can't believe that.
1: Yeah, pretty bad.
0: But sure, look, it's not like you're... Letting it get you anyway. You
1: know? No, look, I, 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 rarely talk about it in public, which is the main thing. Mm. Little did they know, they were dealing with a future podcaster. Is
0: that was that, is that the profile of the guy you were showing me the other day? You were saying he was on your list of people to but get
1: things I want to avenge. <laughs> yeah, you know, like some people have a bucket list. Yeah, but I have. We
0: both do. Kilerman <laughs>
1: That's what connected us. <laughs> our list of enemies sword dun, dun, dun.
0: <laughs> some of great. them we don't even know their names be just that's a
1: great netflix show like you know where you Gradually, just tick off the, the enemies. Like, just yeah, get rid of them. You know, like those people. Do you know Hair those dresser. people you
0: go through a period of time, whatever job you're doing or whatever, and you see them at the bus stop every morning, or you know, like you walk past them at a certain time every day, and they're either like they become like nearly friends, you kind of start giving each other a nod, or you begin to hate them. Just depends on their face, really. Okay. Do you yeah, know that kind of yeah. way? I had a few of those people, like bus people and on the know, 75. Fuck off! The, yeah, there was a girl oh, in 75 on seventy five. She you had curly hair and she had a fringe, and I was like, "Fuck him out!" You never got seventy five, did you? Okay, um, we're gonna start. So, what are we talking about topics. this
1: week? This week, I'm gonna touch upon Monica Sadows. Do you remember Monica Sadows? I know nothing about this. Okay. Educate me. So this was actually a great one. I forgot about this. I won't okay. bore you with too. M- you know, we Maybe don't. when
0: you say it, I might come back We're to me. We're
1: not going down the Wikipedia route, but I'll just no. give you kind of a brief o- overview. So Monica Seles, so she was um, ethnic H- or Hungarian. She was born in Yugoslavia, but moved to America. So she was um, uh, an American tennis player. She liked to think of herself uh, and refer yeah. to herself as an American Sorry, name player. again? Monica Seles.
0: Yes, I'm with you now. My so mom is a big Wimbledon fan. Oh, day, so yes. I know, so my, I know my 90s tennis players. Well, of
1: course, the thing about the tennis was, which was gas, every time Wimbledon came on, the tennis rackets came out. And you were suddenly... I know. You were the Steffi Graf of your estate. I know. It's like, do you remember we asked the question, and it's a question which deserves an answer. Where are the mountain bikes? Stephen Roach.
0: Where are the Where mountain are bikes? They?
1: Like I think there is, I think there is definitely a mountain of mountain bikes somewhere in the Midlands, and there is definitely some tennis rackets somewhere in Tip. Like just an actual,
0: I know, an there actual has to be. quarry
1: of tennis <laughs> rackets.
0: Quarry because they
1: never, they were never seen again. It was just during Wimbledon. I know. So I know. Monica Seles. So she was um Yugoslavian-born American tennis player. Uh, she. Was playing a match uh, in as is her as was her want in as Hamburg, her want, yeah, nineteen ninety three, doing her thing,
0: and she was like super super good, wasn't she? She well, was you like see,
1: the thing with the the thing which was actually really interesting about Monica Seles was she had this amazing like professional rivalry with Steffi Graf. Yes, but what was lovely and in researching this, not you know not that I trawled through the archives, but what yeah. really came across was. That herself, Steffi Graf, Monica Seles, um, uh, Martina, what was Navaratilova. her name? Yes, yes and uh, all the rest of them. They were such good. Like Maggie Maliva, he was actually. She was playing against her in this match in question, which I'm about to talk about. They were all really supportive of one another, which I love. Yeah.
0: Why are you rubbing your nipples? That's so I'm weird. I'm just <laughs> like,
1: oh, mm. it's just that new <laughs> piercing. is a little bitchy. itchy. It's and nice, though. But no, they were just really supportive of one another. You I think mean, we're always saying like this, like this kind of fallacy that women are really bitchy and tear each other down. Not the case no you know so Steffi Graf and Seles they had this amazing rivalry they were both unbelievable tennis players like it was essentially you know they were obviously battling for best female tennis player like that's what it was all about yeah but Seles was playing against this lady uh, Maggie Maliva who I loved because I am so defunct like so deficient in my tennis knowledge I was like ah bless her just a minor little tennis player like worth $4.5 million. So I think oh, it's yeah. safe to say Maggie is winning at life. Um, So she's playing against Maggie Maliva, who was a Bulgarian tennis player. And next thing, she goes towards the umpire and um, they're kind of having a changeover. And she just sh- there elicits this horrendous scream. I like just totally panic screamed. Now it wasn't actually caught on camera, but the camera obviously immediately pans over to Monica Sellers, who's just been stabbed in the neck by an audience member. What? Stabbed in it with like a nine inch Boeing knife, like proper knife. Oh my god. Blade. So this guy called Parsh, and he was a German guy. And basically he was, this is why I mentioned the whole Steffi Graf thing. He was this massive super fan of Steffi Graf. Okay. Huge Steffi Graf fan. So he didn't like Sellers because he was like, I'm sorry, Graf is queen. So the obvious, the obvious, the logical. Next um, step. The logical next step. Step one. I like Steffi Graf. She's a good tennis player. Yeah. Step two. Procure a nine-inch knife. Step three, purchase a ticket to tennis match in Hamburg. Step four, stab Monica in the neck. Okay, so she was stabbed in the neck. Only just missed her spinal cord. Now, the video is just like the poor thing clearly in shock so she kind of walks forward to go on puts her hand back and she talks about this and now she she actually didn't talk about it much after the event and hasn't talked about it much since she did obviously write the requisite sports autobiography way down the line but she put her hand back and looked and saw blood in her hand and that's when she faints and poor old Maggie Maliva it cuts (coughs) to her and she's very shook up as well obviously everyone's in shock so she the the, the 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 it was it was an, a one centimeter two centimeter knife wound. Uh, this guy parish uh, was obviously like reprimanded. Like fair play to the people in the audience who wrestled with him, got the knife off him. Um, no surprises. Well, originally they thought it might have been politically motivated because right. Stella's even though she was from this which, like, former Yugoslavia, which at the time was a very troubled part of the world, was really apolitical. She didn't get involved with the whole political side of things, which did rub a lot of people up the wrong way. She was getting death threats about it, you know, was seen as abandoning her people, etc., etc. Like, just really kind of putting a lot on a young girl who just wanted to play tennis.
0: Okay, so people wanted her to talk about... Like what, Gulf War like and she was stuff, and okay. Years old. okay, you know yeah, well, yeah, yeah. No, as in
1: just the, you know, I suppose specifically like Eastern Europe at that time and Yugoslavia, and you know, the whole situation, okay, like the and, and the kind of that that. international yeah, yeah, platform yeah. that tennis she would just have given. To play her. Tennis. Yeah, so they thought that this guy was politically motivated, turned out he was just absolutely bonkers, right? Um, the German legal term at the time, psychologically ab- abnormal.
0: Uh, which Ooh, I think is good, I a think,
1: mild way of putting it.
0: I think we're going to take that phrase into our daily conversations, I've aren't we? When already we're just <laughs> talking in my about Facebook people. bio,
1: psychologically <laughs> abnormal. It's a, it's <laughs> it's a thing. It's
0: a thing. That's lovely, um, isn't it?
1: So, the, which is just mad. I know, like, obviously, totally nuts, but he only got two years probation, never served any time uh, in any kind
0: of. Uh, any God. kind of I thought like I mean I thought those you know the first question that would be asked is is he a danger to society I yes. mean I
1: think going to sports well, I thought that was the and big question in, the in those
0: kind of things wasn't it
1: <sighs> so look didn't yet yeah, bizarre so two years probation what was nice was obviously Sellers was in hospital the physical injuries healed relatively quickly within a few weeks right. so, Gra- Graf visited her in hospital so like they did have this really lovely friendship.
0: She brought her a few grapes or whatever.
1: Even though yeah brought her, actually brought her her latest trophy. I was like look what I got. I hope you're feeling better. No like they were genuine mates
0: which was lovely. Uh, okay. and,
1: uh, but like she just was totally traumatised by the whole experience and she talked about like I was doing something I loved and I was attacked and she psych. even though physically she mended psychologically, she never fully recovered. She oh, took okay. a two year break. She came back. She won the Australian Open, which was probably the biggest thing she did. But she never returned to form. And okay. so uh, actually one nice thing was when she returned, which I think this just says so much for the female solidarity that existed I mean, certainly does now, but also at the time, and maybe it's something. You know, we talk about like the '90s being this insanely misogynistic time, but like they yeah. so held each other up because the women's the so the women's te- the women's Ten- tennis association campaigned to have Steffi Graf was technically the number one when right the Sellers came back because obviously she'd been playing and winning, yeah. But they campaigned to have um Sellers reinstated as a joint number one. Even that, which is so lovely, isn't it? It's So, and everyone Graf, must have been
0: a big fan of her though then in the sport. Big you know time. I mean?
1: So, apparently she was really, really liked. Like, really yeah. liked. So, Graf and Martina... So, so Steffi and Martina supported that and uh, they they actually Martina was the one who proposed to, that she be reinstated as joint number one and then look she kind of to be honest as I said never fully recovered which is very sad she did talk about how she never returned to Germany after what happened she really held it against Germany specifically and she said this in an interview um, that Parish wasn't punished she said i was attacked and he wasn't punished right so she really was not uh, happy with the outcome at all she won a bronze in the sydney olympics uh, in the year 2000 that was her first and only olympic gold medal okay. tim adams of the guardian called her the greatest female tennis player to ever pick up the racket which i found so sad yeah because obviously but this then,
0: instant totally stopped her in her tracks um, and also, you know, if you compete at the Olympics, I never understood that thing. What's the whole story about being professional? Well, you and have
1: to be amateur, do you? Yeah, no? but I,
0: I don't know if that's kind of a bit more grey now. Because I think even the last time I was like, what's well, the story? Are they not professional or whatever? But that's a real shame now that you never never recovered
1: yeah and then she went on to like eat well she she had an eat. she had issues with food previous to this right but um you know she really struggled afterwards um just with the whole thing it really really affected her hugely and effectively ended her career i mean she went on to play but she never regained what was, and you know she in her autobiography she talks about her battles with food and her eating disorders from when she was a young teen and all that, and obviously Steffi kind of just went from strength to strength,
0: yeah, it's funny when I see Steffi Graf, she always reminds me of Brooke Shields, but then I'm like, oh yeah, sure, they were both I yeah. yeah, yeah, but they do they kind of have a very similar look Not the two are similar, no. Anyway, so
1: that's Monica Sellers. Mm, I yeah, because first when I was like, who's that? And then I was like, oh god, A I still so remember story. her. And it's sad, it's so sad because I feel I should have known more about her. So but I'm, the fact I'm that I as, I'm thinking as long. well.
0: Um, was is is this just my imagination or or whatever? But was tennis much bigger in the nineties? Well, is
1: it just that everything is kind of coloured with our child is everything covered when you look back back in at your childhood is everything just basked in this nostalgic glow
0: i don't know but then but there
1: were great characters like Boris yeah, Becker,
0: john McEnroe oh,
1: was on the line you cannot be
0: serious yeah do you know i think that's what it was i think there was kind of um more characters do you know what tennis. I used to love
1: about Boris Becker? Do you remember when he had the affair oh, with yes. this beautiful, absolutely beautiful woman? Oh my and, gosh, do uh, I. Because they, they, they had a quickie in like a coat closet or something. It was yeah. something like a cloakroom. And I
0: think it was, oh, was it? Was she a waitress or something? Or It was either she was a waitress or it was at a press conference or something like that. But it was real slapdash. It was slapdash. Just
1: real slapdash. Yeah. And more dash than slap.
0: Yeah. So Well, there was a bit of... Bit of slap. Bit of dash. because Definitely she got a bit preg- of dash yeah. because she got preggers. Yeah. But
1: I just remember at the time him denying flatly, he was like, there is no way this is my child. Oh. And then the child emerged. And the other way, she was this gorgeous and who looked so like his wife, by the way crazy Uh, like freakishly so like so like his wife talk about having a type and like she was absolutely stunning like his wife yes um beautiful dark-skinned woman and the child i'll never get that magazine cover and boris is denying the child blue eyes my like albino skin and these these (sighs) ginger curls it was gas wasn't it wasn't it an ab- and she's a model now and he they do have a lovely relationship Boris oh well, that's and good head. yeah she's a model i mean oh I yes i've seen him i think well, he's she's he's a great guest like 20 now i think crazy like late teen she is absolutely stunning now as well
0: oh but she was Which the
1: absolute spit so of her dad not Hilarious. my child <laughs> That's like a callback to Eddie Murphy. Yes. I acknowledge the existence of other children. Oh, I but it's guess. nice now, isn't it, that they have, you know, that bars has a lovely relationship. Yeah. And all
0: that. Ah, yeah, no, it is. But then you do notice any time these people have affairs on their wives, they are usually just younger versions of their wives. Isn't it scary? It's weird. do you know. That's fellas for you. I don't know I
1: find that more hurtful or less hurtful. I don't know if somebody went for somebody... If I think a l- younger,
0: more attractive version of you, that would be pretty hurtful.
1: Do you think it's more hurtful than somebody going for like a polar opposite of you?
0: Oh well, yeah, I suppose, yeah, I don't know. But at least women don't have affairs anyway. Thanks Do you know it's God like when for an ex of mine
1: goes off with like a tall organized blonde who's got their
0: shit together? You were like, Did he ever even like me? Is who enjoys
1: I think moving physically?
0: <laughs> And I just think,
1: was it all a lie? What was it all for? Those five years, what was it all about? Is that your type?
0: I know we tried him before the podcast, but we'll ring him when we're finished and see. Yeah, I think we have to ring him off your phone. Oh, yeah, defo. Yeah, I think he knows my number. I'll get a Shane's phone. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. okay, cool. Shane's phone. We should probably just buy a few, like, cheap old phones for this stuff.
1: yeah. Speaking of sim card, if you'd like to sponsor this sim card endeavor, um, what would really help us out with that mm. is coming to the Dublin Podcast Festival. Please do, it's going to be great. Yeah,
0: I've got I'm a buzzed. lot of
1: actually, so many people are to me already about coming. I think it's going to be a really nice little reunion of listeners. Yeah, we'll, well have to have not a nice reunion
0: meeting. We're totally
1: having the crack that night.
0: Yeah, so it's the
1: 12th, is that a Friday? Scoops or Saturday? With the listeners. Weekend,
0: it's the twelfth, anyway. which is the Friday. Ah yeah, lovely. Yeah. Beautiful. I've got something now to get us in the party mood. <laughs> Are you ready? No, not go first. Not that. Uh one make two, make Oh no, three, make stop. Make You're now. not gonna do it. Yeah. I'm not going to do it. So the Macarena. Do you remember the Macarena? Now there was I'm the proper version. Thrusting. And then I remember um, when she was much, much younger and I came home from school one day and she was singing a version. One Maca two, Maca three, Macarena. Did you ever hear that version?
1: Um, I mean, I'm sure there was like, yeah, I'm sure there was maybe a they, version of it. Maybe they were
0: teaching it in a school or something. Spanish dance song by Los Del Rio about a woman from La Macarena, a part of Seville in Spain. Appearing on the 1993 album This oh Shook Me God. to My Core and Me and Me gusta. It was Me Me gusta. It was an international hit in 1995, 1996 and 1997 and continues to be a popular dance favorite at weddings. Oh, but nothing gets you
1: on the floor like the Macarena.
0: Well, it's true. It is one of those songs, though, if you're up dancing to it, you may ring the ambulance because you're going to black out pretty soon. Yeah. Do you know, unless it's like a kid's party and you're like,
1: Because sometimes actually instead of, well, in the good old days, um, when they would test you for drunk driving, like sometimes they would just put that song on. Oh, yeah. Oh. and if you... If you broke ha. out the moves, they were like... Well, now, type, I, I loved
0: the Macarena. Taking
1: your keys, mm. license revoked immediately. <laughs> with immediate effect.
0: Yeah, it'd be the turn. That'd, that'd be the bit that'd fuck Dude, you the over. the turn. That was ha. always the... Into yeah, the next part.
1: Benefit of the doubt until...
0: Yeah. The bit where you go, ha, uh, and start it again. The thing, I, I don't mind the Macarena. I'll get on board with it. But the one that has... I have issues around... Is Saturday night? That's a whole other podcast. Yeah, Saturday Wakefield. Yeah, Saturday night because my friend came back from holidays in Spain or something like that, and she was what you know the way that was the thing. Someone going holidays and they tell you about the big song that was yes. on. Yeah, as as if they were over there clubbing like twenty four seven. You're yeah. like you're twelve. Yeah, do you know what I mean? I'm sure your parents kicked you in some kids club for a few hours, but you know. And that fucking... song was on repeat. Yeah,
1: that song is a trigger for you now.
0: No, but basically, what I highlighted for me was that I didn't go on foreign holidays. Yeah. So it was a real stinger. My friend came back doing this Saturday night, and I had to learn it from her like a pleb. But she was kind of like, "Keep up, Emma. I like you. You fucking keep up." So it's a bit of a Although, trigger. To be
1: fair. The lyrics were not that challenging, were they?
0: I'm not. You see, I've got great moves, but try and teach me a dance.
1: Well, you see, I have horrendous moves. Was I telling you this about how um with Fred? I was wondering, mm. was he a bit dyspraxic? Right. Um, because like you know, I'm scatty. He's scatty. But I was like, Finger maybe up the bum
0: doesn't make it dyspraxic. Hey, Judy. stop
1: personal chats. But I, so I was like, look, it's, you know, maybe that's why you find it hard to be organized. So we're reading through the list. Yes. And I was like, look, it's fine. We have the diagnosis now. We can take it from here. So point one, point two, point three. He's, he's like, it's me. Every point. Like, this is definitely. Okay. There's a word for this. Like, this is all me. This This is is like a mirror. You can't dance. You've no coordination. And I straight away was uh, he said it straight away. He's like, I think you're dyspraxic because, you know, I can't. I mean, I can't. Dance can you not dance? Really bad. Oh.
0: So the irony
1: is, is that that's the conclusion we came to. That so it's you.
0: Me. So we were looking for a diagnosis on Fred. But and we actually he was found like, it look, it's you.
1: fine. We have the diagnosis. We
0: can work from so here.
1: So he turned my words on me. So you're
0: dyspraxic, are you?
1: Well, I mean, no, I'm not dyspraxic. Um, that's too. I know, I'm definitely. No, I'm not. You're just. But I coordinated think I'm and and psychologically abnormal, but not dyspraxic. Okay. I'm just generally disorganized. It'd be
0: great to get a name for it all, though, wouldn't it? You say, well, look, I know it's I'm late, so much- and I took your passport... What about pulling a Juni?
1: I think that says so much.
0: We need to give it a more clinical name, though. I
1: don't think I'm intelligent enough to be dyspraxic, because any dyspraxic I know is very clever. Okay, So I don't think, you know, as we discussed in last week's episode, I only recently discovered that BLT is an acronym.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I don't think you're dyspraxic. Um. Would I tell you about the Macarena, the lyrics? Do you know what they mean? Absolutely not. Of course not. Give your body joy, Macarena, because your body is meant to be given joy and good things. Give your body joy, Macarena. Hey Macarena. Macarena has a boyfriend who is named, who is named with the last name Vitorino. And while he was being sworn in as a conscript, she's giving it to two friends. I don't think these are the lyrics, Emma. That's what the lyrics are translated.
1: Come on. Oh, translated. (laughs) I was like, hang on a minute. (laughs) I'm sorry.
0: This is not ringing any bells. I was like, what is she on about? What was the last line? Sorry, I still have that cough. She's giving it to two friends. So the song is about a girl named... Macarena, who cheats on her boyfriend with two friends while he's drafted into the army. Ah, stop! That's what it's about. Hey, so it's Macarena.
1: Like, its territory. Yeah, and
0: there's these two owl lads.
1: Bit of a Pearl Harper Shouting noise. at
0: her, but they seem to have like all these sexy dancers. So I don't know whether they fancy Macarena, or they're kind of like scorning her, like hey Macarena what are you up to doing the dirt on your fella don't really know what the whole vibe of the I song what, is
1: I I rewatched the video a few months back yes it happened upon it I didn't put it into YouTube it just happened as okay right um, and I did get the kind of 90s version of Blurred Lines vibe you know that video mm. where it's like these Men who are fully something, clothed.
0: There's something weird about and that girls fucker, isn't there? And girls
1: Don't. Not buying when he's selling it all.
0: No. Oh, something wrong with him. No. No. But you know the way we've we've used this as a gauge before uh, for how big things are or, you know, basically what would Oprah say about this kind of gauge? Macarena lads were on Oprah. Stop. Yeah, like that's how big this yoke was. Okay. Like it was massive. What did Oprah make of it all? Oprah loved it. I watched the clip, but I remember seeing the clip she at did the, the time. Brain, and they, I'm sure. yeah, she did. The of I course. think, I think the mate Gail was roped in. Oh,
1: Gail. What's Gail's story?
0: Gail's on TV and stuff in America. Like she's just like quite but well. I was going to say she's just as well known as Oprah. She's not as well known. as Does Oprah, she but...
1: court the publicity a bit more? than oprah is she the extrovert there and oprah's the no, introvert no no
0: but like uh, gail was on ellen like that's the level she's at she's not the same international level but that's what i mean she's quite a superstar in her
1: own right is she? oh
0: she is yeah big style yeah so gail, i think gail was there was who's
1: gail who's oprah
0: yeah, they were there doing the Macarena. Um, I don't have any facts and figures on the Macarena. I just, when I watched the care? video, I, I did know.
1: get the Blurred Lines vibe. It all felt... I think even at the time you're watching it thinking there's something off with this. I
0: know. It was a bit weird. It was just the fact that it was the two owl fellas. Now, the two lads um, from Los Dos, whatever the fuck it was called... They were going, they were doing this for years, like they were doing these lounge gigs. And I think the story goes that the Macarena song came from a kind of an ad libbed thing. So there was a girl, there was a girl at one of these gigs called uh, Magdalena and they start kind of having a a bit of a joke with her because they are kind of like, if you watch any clips of them. they are kind of like improv jo- trip yeah they're kind of like jokey owl lads or whatever and obviously the record company were like this is great but we're going to have to get some attractive women dancing and gyrating to push this over the yeah, edge thanks very much but yeah so we were, they were doing some like lounge gig and there was this one Magdalena and they started shouting at her which was acceptable in the 90s you know now that might have been seen as being like quite aggressive why are you picking on that young woman, leave her alone. But they said, "Ah, eh, Magdalena. And then they were like, Magdalena's a crap name. Let's switch it up. Mm. And let's make a whole load of dosh. So that's what they did.
1: Ah, look, great song. So brill for the wedding as well. As you but say, sure, it'll, co- it'll
0: come back again. It'll o- Every few years, it'll always come back again. Do you know what I mean? Like, that's just the way it is. But they're still it's like... like a cold it's always going <laughs> to come back again. Oh, yeah. But like, there were uh, albums... Up until I mean, 2012. Albums, stop uh, it! I know this is what because they were God's named sake. by Billboard as one of the top ever uh, one-hit wonders. Oh, uh, well, they deserve that. You then. know, they. Yeah. Oh yeah, totally. But no, no, like they're they're. That's the was Like there's album? no need to be so prolific with it, guys. They're making albums. Macarena, uh, 23 in the US charts. That's mad. I do think, I mean, it's like, it's the old thing. But of, they, release gov, you know, they, they released it a good, you know, they released it a good few times. They just keep whacking it out every few years. I
1: just think of, you know, you always refer to that Simpsons. Episode yeah. Which one? Where Homer is impersonating.
0: <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> the hamburger comes along. Yeah. And he's beat them up. <laughs> Oh no! He's trying to steal the hamburgers. Uh, it, he's already dead,
1: and he kicks the shit out of the hamburger, and it's <laughs> done. No, the, the
0: best dead. bit is, the best bit is when the hamburger gets up and he drags him down again. I just <laughs> think there's
1: it's somehow <laughs> applicable to, the, to oh, the fact that there are so albums, good. albums.
0: I know. I know sprung. It's oh that episode. From the well of Macarena. So if you go on to if you go on to YouTube and you have a look at the old Macarena, like it's constant twenty twenty three million hits you know, hundred and twenty thousand million hit like loads of hits. We're
1: talking amateur and social media. Podcast.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. So I'd say they're probably still even though it's a one-hit wonder, I'd say they're still making money off it.
1: Oh, big time, I'd say. Yeah.
0: See. So, I mean, fair play to them.
1: I hope Magdalena gets a cut.
0: Yes, I hope she does. Don't think she will, but... No.
1: justice for Magdalena.
0: Yeah, justice.
1: Okay, listen, listener, you've been so amazing. Listen, listener, you've been so amazing. Listen, check listener. out If you want to come to our live podcast, double headliner with... um. Uh, the fantastic Dublin on the yep. 12th of October it's a Friday get your glad rags on let's have a few scoops have the crack it's happening in Liberty Hall and you can get the tickets at Dublin Podcast e
0: yes and we are going to be bringing some comedy around the country
1: Oh, yes, our tour. Yeah. The Emma and Chewy show.
0: Yeah. So we're kicking off with the podcast um, with Dublin Podcast Festival first. And then after that, we're going to be doing a series of shows.
1: Yeah. Around Kilkenny. The uh, we're doing Kilkenny, Tullamore.
0: Yeah. Galway.
1: Wick, uh, we're doing Wicklow, Greystones yeah. to be precise. And we'll have a
0: date in Dublin, in Chaplains. So if you don't know about it, uh, Limerick. Check out our our Facebooks
1: yeah we're gonna have the Facebook big shout out as well to Dwayne Dugan he's such an amazing graphic designer yeah he has an unreal poster done for us he's also supplied new artwork for this podcast that's all Dwayne Dugan you can find him online as well and he's amazing yeah
0: so that's it dudes I've been Jeannie Che. I've been Emma Dorn bye bye
1: this has been a production of the Headstuff Podcast Network